Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I am talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 164, I answer a question that so many bloggers have. And that question is, when should I start monetizing my blog? Isn't that partly what this is all about, making money? I mean, if you're going to be in business, that has to come along at some point. The question is, when? Well, I'll tell you what, my perspective has changed significantly since I started blogging back in 2008. In fact, my perspective has changed even in the last few weeks. And guess what? My perspective will continue to evolve as I grow and I will continue to share my latest thoughts no matter what because I think there are some key issues that we absolutely need to address because not many people address them. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Now, I, I said not many people address it. And, you know, actually, that's kind of an incorrect statement. A lot of people talk about this. But I think the way people talk about it is wrong. Um, and that's really what I want to get into today. This is, this is going to be kind of a two-part series. In this episode, we're going to be talking about when should you start monetizing your blog. And I'm going to give you some um, my, my opinion and then I'm going to give you some um, very important reasons why. And I think those reasons are very important to pay attention to. And then next week, we're going to talk about how to do it, how to do it the right way, or at least one of the right ways. Because the way it's been done these days, the way I see it being done, man, it turns me off. And that is part of the problem that we're going to address in today's episode. But before I get into that, I want to let you know that, hey, if you are trying to start your website, your blog, um, since blogging is what we talk about, if you want to start your blog, you need hosting. Um, in, if, you, if you're looking for hosting to get started, you want reliable customer service, you want um, good quality service, you want to have something that you know is going to be um, there as you need it, how you need it, and all that stuff. Perfect place to start, HostGator. If you go to HostGator.com and you use the coupon Coupon code become a blogger, you're gonna get 25% off. That's that that that's significant. If you pay for 10 years, I, I don't know if anybody would pay for 10 years, but that means you're gonna get ten, two and a half years free. <laughs> but you get the point. If you pay for a year, you get um whatever. You make the calculations. I I I shouldn't try to do um math all the time, you know, on this podcast episode. But anyhow. You get the point. You want to get some hosting, hostgator.com. Use the coupon code. Become a blogger. You get 25% off. And also you're supporting the show because then I get a commission for saying, you know, I referred that person. They used my coupon code. Good stuff. Anyhow, let's get into today's episode because I want to talk about selling. And before I talk about selling, I need to make a confession. Okay? And that confession is this. 
I've not been a good salesman. I confess it. You know, I'm running a business and, you know, to a, a large extent, my business is depending, dependent on selling and I have not been good at doing that. And there are some reasons for that. Now, the problem is, at least the problem as I see it, is that I've allowed people to define selling for me and they've done it in the wrong way. And I've looked at some terrible examples of salesmen. And every time I think about the word salesman, and, and that this is an indication of the problem that I've had, every time I think about the word salesman, I think about a sleazy car salesman who, you know, you come there and no matter what, no matter finan- what financial situation you are in, they want you to leave with a car, whether that puts you in more debt than you can afford, um, whether it's the worst decision for you at the time or not, it doesn't matter to them because if they get you to buy it, they get a significant commission and they get to rise up in the ranks. And that's what their main goal is. That's what I think about when I've... Um, when I've thought about the word salesman, um, I've allowed people to define selling for me in the wrong way. Uh, and I look at them as being these untrustworthy people um, that you want to stay away from. And because of that, I have been so hesitant to sell anything. Selling has kind of become a curse word. Oh, you're trying to sell something. Oh, man. Um, and in fact, I've said a number of things like this in the past. Number one. I've said don't sell in the beginning because you want to earn trust first. Okay? Pay attention to that. Don't sell because you want to earn trust. And then I've said things like if someone comes to your site and they see that you're selling, they might leave. Okay? Pay attention to that. Pay close attention to that. And and in the beginning, just focus on providing value, not making money. Now, these statements make a lot of sense but only if you're coming at it from the wrong perspective, in my way, in my opinion. If you're looking at it the wrong way, if you're looking at what selling is the wrong way, these statements make 100% sense. And since I was looking at selling in the wrong way, I would say things like, don't sell in the beginning because you want to earn trust first. If someone comes to your site and they see that you're selling, they might leave. If in the beginning, you just want to focus on providing value, not on making money. All right? So now what I want to do is I want to give you what my current definition of selling is. And you're going to see that it's significantly different than it was in the past. My definition of selling is this. You can quote me on this. You can tweet this out. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, Selling is helping someone by guiding them to the perfect solution to their problem. Now, listen to that again. I want to read it again. Selling is helping someone by guiding them to the perfect solution to their problem. Now, let's say that's your perspective. Do these statements make sense? Don't sell in the beginning because you want to earn trust first. Does that make sense? If someone comes to your site and they see you're selling, in other words, they see you're guiding them to the perfect solution to their problem, they might leave. That doesn't make sense anymore, right? In the beginning, just provide, just focus on providing value, not making money or not selling. But selling now becomes helping someone by guiding them to the perfect solution to their problem. How is that not value? 
You get where I'm coming from? I really want you to understand that because it's something that I'm coming to realize now. And as I'm coming to realize that now, it is transforming so many aspects, uh, so many things that I look at in my business. Now, here's the key thing. Sometimes that selling might actually involve them buying something or them paying for something. But selling does not always involve buying. Now, I want to give you an, uh, uh, an example. This is the example that I love to come to because it's such a vivid and vibrant example in my mind. And it's, it's uh, the result of a phone call to the company called Sweetwater. If you don't know, I'm a musician. I am a certified recording engineer. I'm right now in my little studio with my mixer over here. And I have professional studio monitors. And I have a bunch of equipment that I've bought in the past. I have, I don't know how many microphones I have for different purposes. I have um, the, the microphone that, uh, the condenser microphones that you record in when you're, you're, you're a vocalist in a studio. I have instrumental microphones. I have a bunch of anyhow the point is i am very much into music and technology so when i was building my studio i gave the company sweetwater a call and when i gave that company a call ryan answered the phone or i was transferred to ryan who was the sales representative in in the in the region that i represented um and um i started to talk to ryan he said hey how you doing and i started to tell him hey i'm looking to buy this product um, because i want to do such and such i don't even remember what the thing was and it doesn't even matter what that was and after speaking to him for a while you know what he told me because I told him what I had, I told him what I wanted to accomplish, and then I told him what I wanted to buy. And after our conversation, what he said was, Leslie, you know what? You don't need to buy that. Um, the stuff that you have will work for what you're trying to do. All you have to do is connect it in this way and do X, Y, Z, and then you're going to be able to do what you need to do. Now, when he said that, it it totally blew my mind because I was ready. I had my credit card op uh, out, ready to purchase. And he told me, as the salesman, he told me not to buy it. <laughs> now, can you see how that confused me a little bit? But what that did is it earned my, he earned my trust, not just from that one incident, but a number of different incidents um, that happened that showed me that it was not just about getting me to buy something. It was about providing value. And you know what? Since that day, just about every piece of equipment that I've bought for my studio, everything came from Sweetwater because you know what? I trusted Ryan. That to me, is selling because he's helping me by guiding me to the perfect solution to my problem, whether that involves me paying for something or not. That is selling. Now, that <laughs> with that in mind, I want you to understand this next statement. When you don't sell to your audience at all, you, you're often doing them a disservice because you know what you're doing? You're intentionally not providing them with a solution, a solution to a problem that they're facing or something that will help them out. If you're not selling at all, most likely you are holding back value from your audience. If you have a blogging course 
and your audience who, are, who who's interested, the people in your audience who are interested in finding out about blogging don't know about your product and your product offers value, you are doing them a disservice. If someone needs hosting to set up their blog, and once again, I'm with this blog thing because that's what I blog about, um, and you're not letting them know about good hosting solutions, you're doing them a disservice. You're just letting them go out there and buy any and anything. And if you are the expert or you are becoming an expert, you are learning what works and what does not work, it is your obligation, in my opinion, to let them know about it. I'll give you another example. Um, so I was just working with a, a good friend, Lauren, um, who is from IamThatLady.com and getting her set up with GetResponse and all that. And one of the main things that she wants to accomplish is she wants to grow her email list. And she has a sizable email list, but she wants that to grow even more. Now, I know from personal experience that when I added a light box pop-up to my my biology blog, my the number of signups increased by over 500%. Why would I not tell her about that? For me not to tell her about that is me intentionally or unintentionally making the decision that she does not need to know about something that's going to help her accomplish her, her goal. You see, when we change our mindset about selling, we're able to accomplish more and not feel as if we're doing something sleazy like the sleazy car salesman. And I, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that all car salesmen are sleazy. And once again, that indicates the problem that I had with my mindset. So now I sell because I want to provide value to you and I will not hold back anything from you if I know that it will provide value. I use things that help me out and I want you to know about them because I want them to help you out too. I create products because and, and I want to create even more products now because I've learned so much over the last six and a half years and I want to help you by teaching you and that is why I sell. So the question is this. Okay, we, we understand that selling is not a bad thing. We understand that if you look at selling the right way, selling is actually a great thing. So the next question is, when should you start selling? And you should know the answer now based on what I already said, but I'm just going to say it as a formality. You should start to sell as soon as as possible, do not, and I repeat, do not hold your audience back from value. And I want to give you, let's see, one, two, three, four, five reasons why I believe you should start selling as soon as possible. Even if you're starting a blog right now, you need to have a selling mindset um, because we now know that selling is providing value to your audience, helping your helping your audience by guiding them to the perfect solution to their problems, whether whether that's something they need to pay for or not. Most likely, there will be things that they need to pay for, so you're going to be recommending it. So let's talk about five reasons why you should start selling sooner than later. Number one, selling takes practice. Now, <laughs> this cannot be underestimated. Selling is not something, well, some people are just natural at selling. I am not natural at selling. I need practice at it. Now, here's the thing. If you wait until your content is great 
and you know so it takes a while to get good at creating content right so if you are creating content for years trying to perfect that and then you start to learn to sell well now you still have to learn that skill and that takes time that takes work if you start as soon as possible you're going to learn to do it as soon as possible you're going to learn what works you're going to learn what doesn't work and based on that you are going to improve so selling is something that takes practice. So start to practice as soon as possible. Start to practice the art and the science of helping someone by guiding them to the perfect solution to their problem. Okay, so that's number one. Selling takes practice. Number two, and this specifically deals with selling where you're getting someone to purchase something. When you don't sell anything at all and you've built a blog just based on content that you're giving away for free what you're doing to a certain extent is training your audience not to expect to have to buy anything if everything is always for free well people are gonna expect for everything that you do to always be for free now, there's, there are ways to deal with this. I mean, in terms of if you've been giving a lot of stuff away for free and then you're, you decided you're going to start monetizing it. Um, there, there, are re, there are ways to do this so that it's not the, the, the kickback is not as bad as it could be. But it's better if they grow with you with the right mindset, with this right mindset of I am going to provide, I'm going to purchase something because it provides value to me. And I know that when Leslie recommends something, that when 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 Serena rep- um, uh, recommends something, that when Colin re- recommends something, that when you recommend something, it is something of value. Okay, so you want to train your audience to expect that, hey, you are running a business here. Now, if you're not doing this as a business, if you are just blogging because you want to get a message out there, if you are just blogging because you enjoy doing it and it's more of a hobby than a business, don't worry about what I'm saying right now. Um, But if you are interested in turning this into a business, please pay attention. Okay, so number one, selling is something that takes practice for people like me. It doesn't just come naturally. You need to learn to do it, and and, and that's the process. Number two, you want to train your audience to not just be passive consumers of content, but you want them to even engage by purchasing things. So train them in that mindset from the beginning so that they can grow as you grow. Number three, Selling helps you to develop the mindset of a business owner. Here's a fact. Brutal reality. Businesses need money to survive. And businesses need a budget. And businesses need to think strategically about money. Now, I would imagine that it would be very difficult to manage $1 million if I never managed $100,000. And it would be difficult to manage $100,000 if I never managed $10,000. Difficult to manage $10,000 if I never managed $1,000. Difficult to manage $1,000 if I never managed $100. And uh, let's take it all the way down. So (laughs) difficult to manage $100 if I've never managed a dollar. Here's the thing. You want to grow your business knowledge by starting 
even when you have a little bit to manage. So starting by managing the little. You know, another way of saying this, found right there in that good old book, the Bible, Matthew 25, 23. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. This is from the parable of the 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 talents where, you know, the 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 owner was giving out talents to um some workers. He'd give 10 to 1, 5 to 1, 1 to 1. I don't remember the exact numbers, but the concept is those that manage the few well got given more. And that's the same way I look at it with business. You want to start by managing even a little. So in the beginning, if you start promoting affiliate products, you're not going to make a bunch of money. Um, That's a fact, unless all of a sudden you have a huge audience. But realistically speaking, you're not going to make a bunch of money. Yeah, you might make a dollar here from AdSense or or $10 or $100 from something that you promoted and you're excited about that. Learning how to manage that is going to be very important in terms of learning how to... um, how to manage the bigger stuff. Um, so start practicing even when you're smaller so that you can start managing the little amounts. And then as you grow, you're going to be more equipped to manage larger amounts. So that that mindset of a business owner is very important and the managing of your finances so that you can grow the business even more, invest into the business, all those types of things. You want to develop that as you grow. So that is reason number three. So number one, selling takes practice. Number two, I'm saying these over and over because I want them to stick in your mind. Number two, you want to be training your audience to expect to buy. Number three, you want to develop the mindset of a business owner and businesses need money and they need to think strategically about money and all that good stuff. You need to know how to manage your budget and all that. All right, number four. Promoting other people's products prepares you for promoting your own. When you're just starting, I don't necessarily recommend for you to start out creating your own products because, you know, there's so many things to 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 figure out in terms of, you know, your shopping cart, how you're going to deliver the content, how you're going to get people to get on your email list and all these types of things. There's so many aspects of that to consider that if you are not very tech savvy and very much into this kind of content because you've studied it for a while, you've practiced it for a while, um, it, it's, it's just a complicated thing to deal with. Um, so I believe affiliate marketing is a perfect place to start when it comes to selling because of the following reasons. You don't have to create a product. You don't have to provide a service. You don't have to um, you know, build a warehouse and have a bunch of inventory there. You don't need to handle the customers directly and all that stuff. You can just create the content to promote these affiliate products and get people to buy. And that prepares you that prepares you it it teaches you how to sell it teaches you you know the types of content that works well for your audience it teaches you about how to manage this whole process of getting people to go from just passive consumers of content to active customers they might not be your customers directly but you are learning the other skills that you need to learn for when you start to sell your own product so that's another reason why i think it's important to start selling sooner than later if you're selling other people's products um it 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 takes somewhat of the load off of you and you can get practice at selling you can get practice 
practice at promoting and all those types of things. And I think that's a great thing. So that's number four. Number one, selling takes practice. Number two, you're training your audience to, to expect to buy. Number three, you're developing the mindset of a business owner. Number four, if you're promoting other people's products, especially in the beginning, that prepares you for promoting your own. And number five, this number five is one that I did not attribute enough value to. And I've realized how significant it has been in my journey. A lot of people ask me, you know, you've been doing this for six years, creating content consistently. Why did you not give up? How did you keep going? Um, and when I think back, there, there's a one thing that happened that was extremely significant to me. And when I tell people, it sounds a bit unreal. When I started, I started with freebie trading. If you've heard me talk about this before, you're probably sick and tired of hearing me talk about it recently. Um, but um, I started with something called freebie trading. You go to those websites, you complete an offer, you get other people to complete the offer, and you get free TVs, iPads, and those types of things. And I do that. I did that when I started in a way to make money. It's not something I, I recommend now because the industry is pretty much dead. Um, but I made seventy dollars on my very first day. Now, here's what that did. It showed me that this whole internet marketing thing, this whole online business thing, it was actually real. Here's the thing. Small successes early on keep you motivated because when I saw that money enter my PayPal account for the first time, I saw firsthand that it was possible to make money online. And as a result of that, I knew that if I could do it that one day, I could do it the next day and I could do it the next month and I can grow that. And eventually I could make significantly more than $70. $70 might not sound like a lot of money, but on your first day, that is huge. And even if it was $5, that would have shown me that it was real and I was just not chasing some pie-in-the-sky dream of making money online. It was an actuality. And that is something that I've discounted, but you know what? I can't. Results early on give us serious and significant motivation. Now, I'm not saying that it has to be $70 on day one, but if you can achieve some income in your first month or two, I believe that it would give you some fire to make things happen. Now, some people don't need that. Some people are just intrinsically motivated. I'm that way to a certain extent, but... Because I saw that in the beginning, it really helped me. I mean, you know, I have a, a good friend, Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com, and this guy is an anomaly. He's a beast. You know, he finds something to do, and he just does it. Doesn't just do it, actually. He overdoes it, and I don't mean that in a negative way. He just goes all in, and from the beginning, he created a ton of content, and it was 100% free. He didn't need that the money up front and we were trying to convince him for a while to hey you know you have a ton of traffic you can start monetizing but he didn't do it and you know what it paid off for him so i'm not saying i'm not saying that you have to sell in the beginning that's not what i'm saying um and actually today he's probably the most if not one of the most successful online marketers that i know personally one of them um and 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 
and he did not need that. But quite frankly, I think to a certain extent, I needed it. Um, th- what he did is what I did with my biology blog. I didn't sell in the beginning. I didn't need to make a bunch of money, but I had already proven to myself because I had already made that $70 the first day. So I knew it was possible. And I think that if you can see the potential, if you can see the possibility, even if you make a dollar, even if you make $5, you will know for real that it is possible. And that can help to motivate you as you continue to build your business. Now, okay, so I'm talking about selling and I just gave you five reasons to recap on those five reasons. Number one, selling takes practice. Number two, you're training your audience to expect to buy. Number three, you're developing the mindset of a business owner. Number four, promoting other people's products prepares you for promoting your own. And number five, small successes early on can help to keep you motivated, especially when you're going through those tough times which you will face. Now, now that I've given you those five reasons, I want to emphasize, please don't be that sleazy salesman. You'd still need to build trust equity. You still need to provide value. You need to be helpful. Don't let me come to your blog. You're just starting out and I see a ton of ads all over the place because that will turn some people off. And if you don't have that trust equity, you can't just be selling and selling and selling and selling. So don't look at this episode as reasons to be that sleazy salesman and just try to sell anything you can. No, focus on providing value. And this is something that is true regardless of what niche you are. But selling does not equal not providing value. All right. Hey, I hope you got some value out of that. Next week, we're going to be talking about how to sell the right way or at least one of the right ways because I I am of no delusion that my way is the only way. So when I teach you these things, I want you to learn the principles. I want you to get ideas of things that you can do, but then I want you to apply them. I want you to put your own twist on it because that's what it's all about don't be me because you can't be me be the best you that you can be and let's change the world one blog at a time man i hope you enjoyed this podcast episode it's a change in my mindset and i hope it's of value to you and if you've enjoyed this and you want to leave um, your feedback you want people to know what you think about it go to becomeablogger.com slash itunes and leave a review in itunes it helps me It makes me feel warm and fuzzy, and I like feeling warm and fuzzy. And if you want to start a blog, you're not sure how to start, or you just want to keep updated when I create content to help you do that, go to freebloggingvideos.com. I have a bunch of videos there that you can watch, and you can learn, and you can follow me along on my screen. Freebloggingvideos.com. It's free. It's actionable. And it's awesome. That's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless. Oh yeah, and if you have a question that you want me to deal with in the next episode or any episode, call that number and leave your message and I will deal with it. So once again, that number is... 888 Yeah! <laughs> Bye-bye.